Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. I'm Doug Prisoner in New York. This is Bloomberg Markets. We are at 17 past the hour. Let's get you caught up on uh, what happened today in the equity market. We had the Dow and the S&P setting records given a rally in large cap tech after that two-week decline. Also, a lot of strength among health care and financial shares. Industrial average today was uh, at a record high. Let me get you that number. 21,528. The gain was about seven-tenths of one percent. S&P at an all-time high, 2453. The gain there, eight-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ shy of a record, but the index was up nonetheless by about 1.4%. We had hawkish comments from the president of the New York Fed Bank, Bill Dudley, kind of consistent with what we heard last week from Fed Chair Yellen. Now, Dudley was saying that halting the uh, Fed's tightening cycle at this point would imperil the U.S. economy. So we had uh, a backup in yield a little bit on the U.S. 10-year Treasury, last quoted here in New York at a yield of 2.18%. Now, the dollar, given that backup in bond rates, uh, moved higher. Bloomberg dollar spot in late New York trade ahead four-tenths of 1%. We had the pound and the euro both weakening, though, as a Brexit talks got underway in Brussels. Sterling, a dollar twenty-seven thirty-five. the euro at a dollar eleven fifty. Uh, not a lot of uh, good news for those long crude oil. WTI right now in the electronic session off 1.4%. We're trading 44.10. So there you have it. You're caught up on markets. Let's get back to Bloomberg Markets with Carol and Corey. Thank you very much, Doug Krisner. You listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Yeah, tech, tech CEOs, in fact, from some of the world's largest technology companies descended on the White House today to meet with the president and his senior advisors during a summit aimed at modernizing the federal government. Let's get the details from Tolu Olarunapa. He's our White House reporter at Bloomberg News in our Washington, D.C. Bureau, along with Bob O'Donnell, president and chief analyst at Technalysis Research, which is a market research firm, consulting and market research firm to the tech industry. Um, gentlemen, great to have you here on Bloomberg Radio. Tolu, let me start with you. Talk to us a little bit about this event, what the mood was, and was this just all about moving the government, if you will, into uh, the 22nd uh, century or 21st century? And this is going to happen a little bit later on, I understand. Uh, Yes, this is an event that's been going on for the last few hours. President Trump is expected to stop by a little bit later, but the general idea is to move the federal government uh, a little bit further along in terms of becoming more modern and modeling itself a little bit more after the private sector. You have CEOs like Tim Cook of Apple and Jeff Bezos of Amazon, and they want to use some of the skills that they have learned in the private sector and try to translate some of them into government so that government services are a little bit more efficient, a little bit more easy for consumers and citizens to use like uh you know ordering something on Amazon or firing up a song on your on your iPod that's what they hope to do it's something that previous administrations have tried to do as well but this is the first step for the Trump administration to try to get government to become more modern and uh that's something that uh is being led by the president's son-in-law Jared Kushner who we heard from earlier today uh it's interesting that you know this president rules so much by sort of his own intuition and makes decisions along those lines to uh, I, I just wonder if if, you know, this is a guy who, despite his use of Twitter, is kind of, uh, avoids technology, doesn't, uh, send emails, doesn't, uh, use, a, you know, computers much, it seems. Um, is, is this something he's gonna get, and, or am I wrong to personalize it that much? 
Yeah, it does seem like President Trump is not really the leader in this effort. He's actually just going to drop by at the end of this meeting and have a few words with some of the CEOs. He does uh, know the world of business and some of these, you know, multimillionaire and billionaire CEOs are the types of people that he can understand as he talks to them. But he does not uh, fit into this world of sort of the tech world of being on the cutting edge in terms of his personal life. But his son-in-law, who he trusts very, very much, is... 36 years old, grew up with the internet, and is sort of part of this millennial generation and seems to admire what the uh, tech leaders have been able to do in the private sector. And he's spearheading much of this effort to get the public sector to follow in the model of the private sector. So it does seem like it's something that President Trump is leaving to his son-in-law to lead. And uh, since he trusts his son-in-law so much, it seems like uh, he's on board fully for uh, for some of these policies that, that he's pushing. Bob O'Donnell, two things. I'm going to ask you, as a consulting and market research firm that talks with many folks in the tech industry and advises them, what would you say are the implications of this meeting between top tech titans and the White House? And also, what's your advice for the government in terms of kind of moving into the 21st century? Well, so uh, there's two different levels we need to think about what this meeting means. First, there's the very sort of political discussions that have been going on within a number of the tech companies. Of course, there's quite a few people in the tech industry who are upset that some of these folks are meeting with them. Uh, to be honest, though, that's, you can't ignore the government. You've got to be able to interact with them. But nevertheless, there is some controversy around this um, in the first place. And, of course, there are a number of government policies that are potentially uh, going to impact the tech industry. So I think there was some thought that this would expand beyond just the governmental efficiencies, which clearly do need to be addressed, and start to tap into bigger issues around uh, immigration and visas and travel policies and, and, and um, uh, environmental issues that a lot of people in the tech industry have been concerned with. So I think there's been some question marks about whether or not any of that would get touched on at all. Uh, to address your second question, I mean, clearly uh, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I mean, there are countries around the world that are far, far ahead of where the U.S. is in terms of technology there's a if you look at Estonia of all places has a very advanced uh, e-government kind of policy where everyone has uh, a digital ID and they can use that to get access to uh, digital services from the government in a way that we currently get things from Amazon what have it just as you described so there's a lot of efforts there the challenge with the US government is there's so much legacy in place legacy systems legacy procedures and that takes a very long time to change. And I think that's the challenge that they face. But this is a good thing. I mean, there's been a lot of criticism sure. of this administration thus far. But moving it technologically into a better system, this is a good thing, Bob. Absolutely. And, and if we focus on simply improving the process, that's apolitical, right? I mean, right. everyone knows that the processes of, of, of everything from filing taxes to uh, applying for government grants and all these kinds of things are horrendously outdated. So any efforts to improve that, and of course, obviously the tech industry could help uh, dramatically, right. is a good thing for everybody. Tulu, 20 seconds here. So are we anticipating some kind of press conference from the president a little bit later on? Just quickly. We are expecting to hear from the president. It won't be a press conference, but they'll open it up to reporters, and he'll meet with these CEOs, and he'll say what he believes about uh, what they've accomplished, and we can expect that around 5 p.m. That's a first step, that's for sure. All right, we'll be continuing to follow uh, some of the news that comes out of it. Tolu Alarunapa, White House reporter at Bloomberg News from our bureau 
in Washington, D.C. Bob O'Donnell, thank you as well. President, Chief Analyst at Technalysis Research based in Foster City, California, though, in Austin, Texas on this Monday.